another podcast from Firetop Mountain. A fighting fantasy podcast brought to you by Stuart Lloyd and Alison Sides. to the podcast from Firetop Mountain. I am Alison Saib and I am joined today by Stuart Lloyd and a well-thumbed copy of Return to Firetop Mountain, the 50th fighting fantasy game book. Stuart, say hello. Hello, it's great to be here. And it's great to be back at Firetop Mountain for this the uh, the fiftieth Fighting Fantasy book. I don't know was it was it was it great to be there again? It was. It, it was. It was. It was great to relive a few old places you went the first time round. Mm. Yeah. So, so it was. It was. Yeah. So yeah, we uh, we are quite uh, quite a way into uh, into the series by this point. Uh, the fiftieth of the Fighting Fantasy game books, um, originally uh, sold with a huge well, well, would you say the the, the number fifty on it, the, the kind of silvery gold uh, text on the uh, on the cover, it, it, it very much sold that it was the fiftieth book. It had the uh, the number just kind of emblazoned over the front. They were very proud of having reached fifty. They were, yes. It, it was also the 10th anniversary celebration That's as well. That's right, so, yes. Yeah. yeah, so it was it was a big milestone, so they wanted to show off their big milestone. Mm. It was um, 1992. I, I remember that year specifically. Um, it was my first trip to London, and I got a copy of the book. Ah, brilliant. Oh, yes, I didn't get it till later, because uh, 1992, yes, I, I, I'd only been reading game books for two years, and... and didn't uh, get it then. I was probably a teenager when I read this one, mm. so it was it was good to revisit it. But yeah, yeah, probably about 1997 or 1996 I got it. So yes, yeah, it uh, it it definitely brings back memories, and I I love the cover of this one. Uh, what what do what do you think of the cover? I mean I mean because I don't know has this one been been reprinted? It has, and the cover's so good. They did a sort of similar one. Oh. Um, yeah, so the so it's it's Zagor over the over Firetop Mountain, but I think the original is much better because it's got all his monsters rushing out of the mountain. It does. It's lovely. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Um, the the wizard one has Zagor sort of gazing sort of sinisterly over Firetop Mountain, but no monsters rushing out at you. Mm. Oh, you you need the monsters. Yeah, I think you you really need the monsters. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yes. Um, oh, and then there was another one that had um, it had a monster, but not Zagor coming out of you. So, uh, mm. yes. Yeah, so, oh, that was the Scholastic one. So yeah, it's, it's been so Puffin did it first, then Wizard, then Scholastic. So, yes. Mm. Uh, yeah, the original. I prefer the original much better. 
And uh, going into uh, going into this one, what uh, what did you remember before you did your uh, your playthrough? Um, and of course, um, I, I should just clarify for our audiences that uh, that means Stuart uh, have um, quite a history of playing the uh, the fighting fantasy game books. Um, we've both been playing them for um, the vast majority of our uh, childhood and a uh, a percentage of our adult lives, haven't we? Yes, indeed. So yes, it's been fresh in our heads. Yes, mm. it's been over thirty years now for me. So that's. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty that's pretty good. Um, good going. Yeah. So, what did I remember? I remembered. I remembered you needed a magnifying glass because for some reason, uh, the important clues are in a book with tiny handwriting or tiny oh. writing. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, not that I may. Not that it's very likely you'll get that far. And <laughs> you... is is that a slight on my uh, on my ability to play through these games? No, no, it's, it's it's my ability. I, I didn't get that far. Not anyone would get that far. So, I yeah. mean, I mean that would be true. I have uh, I have a well-known history of dying quite soon in these books. Oh yes, well yeah, this is definitely one where you can die soon, which oh, is yes. another thing I remember. Um, you're supposed to get golden dragon teeth. That's yes. another thing I remembered. Yes. Oh, and I say that so loudly, it kind of echoed there. <laughs> um, yeah, the uh, the golden dragon teeth. You have to uh, to hunt down a fairly large number of them, and uh, when you confront Zagor, the the titular warlock of Firetop Mountain, I seem to remember you have to throw the uh, the right number of dragon teeth at him. Yes, yes, and and you have to summon the right elemental. So you go through the four classic elements of fire, earth, air, and water. Mm and so the, the book tells you which elemental defeats which elemental which of your elementals will defeat which of zagor's elementals and then you also need to get the dragon teeth to summon the elementals and um yeah and then there's a very long list of items that you could get see i um, must have got mixed up because i thought that was legend of zagor that had the uh, the, the the elementals but having said that it was a long time since i played that Yes, I'm trying to remember if there are any elementals in Legend of Zagor, because there are a lot of things that go on in Legend of Zagor. Mm. He, he doesn't summon them towards the end. Although, it might get even more confusing, because the Zagor Chronicles, the novelization, when they face Zagor for the final time, or the first time, I can't remember which one, but the, the wizard does summon an Earth Elemental. Oh. So, yeah, I don't know if that's a nod to this one. It, it's... Uh, yeah, but I don't in Legend. I can't remember Legend of Zagor that well either. But I don't think I think Zagor gets very annoyed at you mm. because he's uh, been transported to another world, and then you're trying to kill him again. And um, yeah, and then oh, you shouldn't use a flying potion against him in Legend of Zagor. I remember that. But yes, yeah. I, I, um, so yeah, this one. Uh, do, do you think they had planned that they were going to do Legend of Zagor when this one came out? I. Uh, I, don't, I don't think so. Is it, so it's four books later. It really is so just think... four books later, and then Zagor yeah. comes back again for the yes. third time, uh, which was which was very strange because um, it was uh, it was it was definitely a tie-in for the board game. Uh, there was um, at the time a uh, a Legend of Zagor board game where you uh, where your um, your you would play the role of an adventurer 
moving around a um, a 3D um, board. It, it was kind of like a little mock-up 3D board uh, with miniatures. Um, yeah. And uh, it, it did have a, a rather corny um, voice chip, which would um, tell you what to uh, what to do, where where to move, and and so on. Um, and they did a a game book based on it um, late, later in the series, only four books uh, later. Um, and it did feel quite strange um, that uh, that Zagor had taken ten years and fifty books to return. Um, you fight your way back returning to Firetop Mountain to kill him and uh, only have to then pop back and kill him a few weeks later. Yes, exactly. It did, it did seem a bit strange. Um, it, well, there's lots of... Because Zagor seeing... Because he's being the first uh, sort of uh, evil wizard that you've got to slay, the first villain that you have to slay in Fighting Fantasy, I can see why they brought him back for the 10-year anniversary. So... Knowing that, you probably would have expected him to be brought back for some other anniversary. But yes, it was fifty-four, mm. um, and there was yes, and there was a time ball game. I remember the TV adverts for that. So that was that was quite amazing. I can, I can remember that. Um, and then and yes, there were also some novels around it. They they were really pushing this Legend of Zagor thing. Yeah. So um, I, I don't know if they're going for a sort of reboot as well because it's on a completely different world. So may, maybe they were trying to sort of do that thing maybe that you know when you know when uh you know when when they they want to reboot start a new series somehow like when um and then and then they sort of introduce the new world and have the sort of character crossover like buffy and angel i guess so buffy goes and and then you, and then angel has a special you, episode you, and then he goes uh, off you've now got me thinking of buffy fighting uh fighting the warlock of firetop mountain oh that that would be awesome what a crossover I, I do do we think that she would do particularly well in this adventure? Um, there is a vampire, I remember that. That's so true. she'd do well against that. Yeah, she'd, um, she'd have the advantage there. Yes. Um, she'd probably she'd probably do well in the final fight. I don't know if she'd be able to get all the the teeth and things, so mm. yes. But you but need you, yeah. those you'd need those teeth to win, so maybe Buffy wouldn't stand as much of a chance after all. Yeah. Yeah. So, but there we go. So, um, yes. Let's uh, let's tell the people of our uh, of our adventures. Um, so we begin um, the 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 stats that you have uh, for your adventurer are fairly typical of the uh, fighting fancy ones. Um, as uh, as I found, you have uh, your your usual uh, array of luck, stamina, and skill. Um, I did okay. I, I rolled an 11 for skill and a rather impressive 24 for stamina, so um, did quite nice. Um, you uh, you start out your adventure uh, and are promptly told that uh, rather than just running into his house and stealing his treasure, you actually have a purpose to go out and um, and best the warlock. Because that, yeah. um, that was your goal in the original one. He, he was just happily sitting around in the um, in his volcano lair, not really, not really doing anything. And he he just... wasn't. No. Yeah. Yes. This, this is the first book where Zagor does something explicitly evil, mm. um, which and they're kind of trying to wreck on it by sort of saying that he was being evil the first time, um, but he, no, yeah, you're right. Retroactive evilness, really. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah so, um, yes, because. 
yes, you're right. You just walk in and try and steal his stuff and kill him in the first one. And, yeah, um, clearly, clearly you're the bad guy in the original. Exa exactly. And so Zagor's right to surround himself by orcs and, and things, because I expect lots of people... Well, there's a prisoner in the first one who tried to, to do the same thing, so he must get it all the time. Mm. He must have got... I mean... For all we know, he, he just got driven to being evil by by just not being left alone by people trying to kill him. Yeah. Well, um, I, I think in this one he's definitely uh, definitely being a little bit evil because um, as your adventure begins, you uh, you find that uh, the local villagers around the, uh, the the Firetop Mountain. I don't know. I wouldn't live in a village near somewhere called Firetop Mountain, but apparently there is quite a few villagers. Um, and uh, a lot of them have been going missing, and uh, the the wizard is using their body parts to create a whole new body for himself, uh, which is kind of ick. I, I mean, yeah. you're kind of asking for like trouble if you go and live in a village near Firetop Mountain, don't you think? I think you are. Yes, it's. Um, yes, it's. The, I mean the. Maybe they maybe they just want cheap houses or something, but uh, and they're willing to take the risk. They're like, oh well, you know, it's it might get my body turned, you know, used to be turned for a sorcerer, but you know, cheap house. So yeah, but they they are asking for trouble. It was it was a bit silly of them this time. So uh, yeah, and uh, and and that I was I was I was going to try and make some pun about people going to pieces about it, but. Uh, I don't know. I don't think I can manage it at the moment. So yeah, um, that's uh, yeah. They are asking for trouble. Yeah, I, I mean, I thought that the trouble you'd get from somewhere like that would be, um, you know, the mountain, the fire top mountain, you know, erupting with lava and showering your homes with molten magma. But um, no, it is, uh, it is being abducted and having parts of your body used to create a horrible monster. Yes. Yeah. Um, swings and roundabouts, I guess. I guess. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, unfortunately, it's not um, not going to be an easy trek to Firetop Mountain because um, the minions of Zagor are quite aware of your of your quest and have set out ahead to warn their um, their their warlock master. Um, and as a result, the first part of your quest is actually journeying to Firetop Mountain. Yes, I, I like I like these bits. They're sort of the sort of prelude to it, it sort of uh, sort of lets you wander around a bit and meet a few people. Mm. So it's quite nice. Yes. Um, in fact, well, the first well, the first person you meet is someone called Moose, who is actually in the background. He's an innkeeper, oh, and he's Moose. Moose was awesome. He he was awesome, and unlike most people in any Livingstone book who talk to you, he actually lives. Mm. Um, which, which is good. I think what he did was—I mean, you do—you do a little thing with him. You do a little mission, and then I think he realizes he's in an Ian Livingstone game book, and then promptly runs away before he can get killed. Which Sensible. is, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, be be more like Moose. It, yes, not like Mungo or Mungo, but for Mungo, justice for Mungo. Yes, exactly. He needs—he deserves better, Mungo. But there. Um, Yes. So, yeah, so I, Moose is, I, well, I listened to Moose. Did you, did you listen to what Moose was saying? Uh, we did, yes. Um, we, uh, we um, spoke to, uh, Moose was the innkeeper, I believe, wasn't he? Yes, yes. Yeah. And, and then, uh, and then, 
Oh, go on, go on. Yes, tell us, oh. tell us how your your adventure began. Well, um, he told me there were some trackers who who were working for Zagor, and we needed to stop them. And so, well, I I decided to follow him, and um, and and then the, and then an Ian Livingstone mm. thing happened. Well, <laughs> I, I found Ian Livingstone thing happened. Yes. Yeah, an Ian Livingstoneism. <laughs> I'm trying to work out what the right word is. An Ian Livingstone trope. An Ian Livingstoneism or something. I. Um, what, what it's you find loads of random things lying around. So I found a shield in a bush. I also found a shield. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. That's that's an Ian Livingstone thing, isn't it? You just find random stuff lying around. Those were useful because uh, the scouts immediately attacked shortly thereafter, and I was able to deflect their throwing daggers with those shields, which was yeah. nice. Um, exactly. Myself and uh, Mungo then made short work of those scouts, and I found something quite interesting then. Um, they were uh, they were carrying coins marked with the letter Z for Zagor. Yes, exactly. Which makes, so, me, yeah. makes me think that Zagor is perhaps minting his own coins. He he is. Yes, that's what I think as well. And um, yes, and Moose takes three, and you take three. Not that um, in retrospect, I don't know what Moose is going to do with them. But I suppose gold is gold. I suppose people are just going to take a gold coin and not look at it. What do you think, then, the, uh, what do you think the exchange rate between uh, regular gold coins and Zagor coins is? Well, I don't know. I think it'll probably go up if you kill Zagor because then there'll be collector's items mm. if he's dead, until he comes back to life. So Four books you should spend them. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so you should spend them quickly. Spend them on the island of the undead. Or, um, oh, or they, this, this is reminding me, uh, have you seen the uh, the original Street Fighters film? Oh, yes, with... Um... Bison Dollars! Is this what Zagor is doing? Has he made his own currency? Well, yeah. Maybe he's seen the Street Fighter film. It is it is magnificent in a way, isn't it? It's the like, currency uh... will be whatever he sets it as after he has kidnapped the Queen. <laughs> okay, that this is this is now going to be on the thumbnail for the uh, for the podcast. Yeah, yeah don't make notes of that. <laughs> Oh yes! Oh god! So Zagor, uh, Zagor coins. Um, it's they. They probably have a fairly strong exchange rate next to the pound at the moment. Um, yes. Yeah. So so we we are now we now have three Zagor coins and we are rich. Exactly. Yes. Um, well, yes, and then I well then I fall foul of another Ian Livingstoneism, which is you are supposed to investigate everything. Because uh, until the point in which you're not supposed yes. to investigate everything, <laughs> because one of the trackers has a piece of paper in their boots, and knowing Ian Livingstone, it might come in handy, but in this case, it doesn't because it's cursed. Mm -hmm. so, so I lose two skill points, which is uh, which is a hefty penalty in a fighting fantasy book. That's absolutely brutal. Hmm. Exactly. It's yes. Um, yeah, so, but there we go. Ian Livingstone hands out these penalties like sweets sometimes. Why, why um, do you think um, minting his own coins was so high on his priorities? Um, that is a good point. Maybe. Well, you know, he's come back. I think he wants to treat himself after being dead for ten years. But he's not even finished building his new body yet. 
That's true. It's um, so. The, so the yeah. first thing he does before he uh, he even makes a new body into which to live is is to order the uh, the minting of his, of his special Zagor coins. He's clearly yes. uh, clearly an economist. Yes, definitely. He's trying to he's trying to sort of work out the fundamentals of his society first, and then build himself a body. Yeah. So, yes, I guess uh, maybe maybe he read something like the um, the wealth of nations or something before he died, and uh, decided decided if you know if I I'm, I'm just going to start minting my own currency, and then he popped along and killed him. <laughs> um, so, but ten years later, he's going to fulfil his dream. Oh, we oh yeah, we are absolutely doomed. <laughs> oh dear. So yes, um, we uh, we both found the um, cursed scroll. Yes. Yeah, it took a nasty skill penalty, and then just ho hopefully find some armor or something to increase the skill later and, on. Um, we began uh, to uh, to head on towards. Uh, did did you? Well, did you take the same route? I, I can't remember if it was a choice or not. But um, my route uh, head headed through towards Yashtromo's tower, which, um, along with Port Black Sand, was one of the most important and uh, often visited locations of the whole of the Fighting Fantasy universe, as far as I can remember. Yes, definitely. Yes, I. Yes, because I vaguely remember going straight to Fartop Mountain was a bad idea. So I did. I went straight to the tower. I went to his tower instead, um, investigating various things, um, like uh, well, so, so, uh, an Ian Livingstone classic, a man's stake to the ground. Did you, did you find the man's stake to the ground? And, I did. Yes. I mean, so that was that's like in um, he he had a man's stake to the ground in Forest of Doom, but that man was very angry that you unstaked him but this this man was very helpful he gave he gave me a ring of invisibility mm. that, that was good um always so uh, yeah always good to have a magic ring of invisibility i think oh yes definitely especially uh, especially in a fighting fantasy book yes um unless it's unless it's city of thieves in which he never used it i'm just remembering but there we go in any other fighting yes um and then i also found a random sort of house and looted it for a wooden brick and a wooden ball and various and various and an iron key with a number on it so yes I, I yeah so my my equipment list is getting very big already and um we haven't yeah we haven't really we haven't even got to yastromo's tower and it's already it's already full uh get, your backpacks already get quite full which is which is another ian livingstoneism how, um, in, in terms of percentage, how much of the book do you uh, do you reckon is uh, dedicated to uh, travelling to um, uh, to the uh, to the tower, not to the tower, to the um, to the to Firetop Mountain? Um, oh, uh, maybe twenty percent. It's it's quite a big chunk. It really is. Yeah. Um, I mean, may, maybe that's a thing he, he sort of picks up on his later books because in trial of the champions you don't you spend quite a hefty chunk of it in a in an arena mm -hmm. and then do the dungeon it's the same sort of thing here you spend a hefty chunk traveling to the mountain um because you've also got to do some sailing as well oh yeah yes i remember how did your uh, how did your um your crew fare 
Uh, well, I think they must be the most unlucky characters because they are both companions in an Ian Livingstone book and they're on a boat. So that's that must be the, they must be having the most they must be the most deadly profession ever. Um, they uh, I decided to pick up an orc and then we got ambushed. Yes, yes, which was not that, that worked out so well. Yes, and then and then a few of them died. A die roll worth of them died. Um, yeah, so that didn't. Yeah. Um, so how many so, died for you? Uh, I think it was three. Oh, it, not bad. It was, yeah, it wasn't enough to ruin the bit later on, which was good. Oh, um, well, that's that's all right for some. Oh no, how many died for you? You know how it was a die roll. Yes. Six. Oh. <laughs> You, you want to remember what my luck is like with these books. That's exactly. <laughs> so it didn't uh, didn't do too well. Um, we managed to um, sink. Um, <laughs> just just a little, but um, yes. Eventually, after a, after a little bit of a reset, we um, we eventually got to the tower. Yes. Uh, yes, exactly. Yes, which eventually, yes. Oh right. Oh yes, you get razorfish if you. Uh, then oh, I see. Yes, we eventually get to Yastromo's tower. So yes, um, yes. Yeah, so Yastromo's quite helpful in this one, which Actually is good. He is. didn't. Yeah, he didn't charge you for stuff this time. Um, yes. So yeah, got to the tower, um, and um, yeah, and then we. Oh, but there's a problem with Yastromo. I mean, there's always a problem with Yastromo, let's be fair. Yes, but yes. <laughs> there's, but there's a, there's, a, there's a doppelganger going around. Oh, yes, the doppelganger. Mm. Yes, so actually, the doppelganger killed me in my first go um, because it's a tricky fight because not only do you have to beat well you you beat him in a round but you don't deduct anything from its stamina you then have to roll a double on two dice to kill it yeah it is a, it um, is a particularly brutal um brutal encounter i found yes so yes the doppelganger well because my skill was 10 but then had gone down to eight the doppelganger beat me in in an attack round and rolled a double so mm. i died there yes because it's an insta kill so, so we had uh, we had both died before reaching Firetop Mountain itself. Yes, yes, exactly. That, this is how good the book is. Restarted. Restarted. Yeah, I, yes. I did two. <laughs> uh, yes. So, um, oh, go, go on, go on. Well, the bonus with this book is, um, the bonus with this book is you, you can just sort of go back to where you were because it's not like an open world as much so you can just sort of take all the same choices and then and maybe like do a couple of fights that you did and then eventually um and then eventually go back to where you were so yeah on my second attempt i defeated the doppelganger which was good and i actually got to the mountain that time yes yeah um i was also able to to eventually get to uh to firetop mountain itself um but oh goodness the uh, the trek there was just uh, was just absolutely brutal um like you said i also had the uh, the running with the uh with the doppelganger um 
Uh, and when you find the the original Yastromo, um, he was he's, he's his usual self. Um, grumbles and moans about absolutely everything, which um, that, that's kind of how I could tell it's the real him. Ah, yes, exactly. Mm. Yes, he's moaning about people saying the word Zagor. He doesn't like the word Zagor. So, Shh, don't say that um, word. <laughs> no, no, well, yes. Yeah, don't, don't, yes. He must not be named, or you know who. Yes, um, do, yeah. we think, uh, do we think a certain writer might have um, stolen the, the idea? Possibly. Yes. Possibly. Not pointing any any elbows against um, someone who's particularly um, known to be quite litigious. So um, definitely didn't steal the idea for your um, for your evil villain warlock wizard person. Definitely not. No. Definitely not. No. And, and in no way are we saying saying that 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 you that you would. But they totally exactly. did. Exactly. <laughs> uh, we got to do a little bit of shopping as well. Yes, but only only because I get I found a wooden brick to give to a boy, which is, uh, and then yes, so yeah, you pick five items from a list. What do you think what the um, What do you think the kid wanted with that brick? I think he was playing sort of uh, medieval Lego with it. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think he had some bricks, and then. Um, yeah, the fact that you gave him an extra brick uh, sort of uh, pleased him a bit, because then he could finish his castle, I guess. Or, or, or whatever. Or smash some windows in. Or smash some windows in, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 be terrible. Uh, yeah, so uh, we got to we got to properly gear up before uh, before getting to the um, to the to Firetop Mountain. Um, about what a, a fifth of the way through the adventure. Yes, yes. <laughs> I I really like this because it does feel like the the trek is just arduous. Um, it it feels like it, it's really part of the adventure, and um, I think that works very well with the uh, with with the the tone and the style that it is quite literally um, the return to Firetop Mountain. Yes, exactly. Yes, it, it, I, I, yeah. This, I, I don't know if I can put it into words so much, which is bad for a podcast. But I do like, I enjoy doing that, like a prequel trek before getting to the dungeon, mm. just because it's it's like you can explore the world around it and and sort of, and usually if it's an Ian Livingstone book, then you'll need something. It's basically a chance to just collect a bunch of items and yes. then, yeah, and then and then you use them in the dungeon. So it's, I suppose like a modern version is like this is the bit where you, you like if James Bond meets Q and then Q gives James Bond all the gear this is this is this is this version of this it's like the bit before um, yeah and and then yeah the shopping is good because you can pick five items from a list of a lot what did um, you get what did you get I, I got the magnifying glass because I remember that I, I completely got... forgot the magnifying glass completely forgot about that oh that, that's that's the that's the main one, and then I got gloves, mm-hmm. um, and then I got I got gloves, rope. Yeah. I didn't get a lantern because it said I already had a lantern. So magnifying glass, gloves, rope, mirror, and yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. and then what was the last thing I got? I think it was. Um, I'll just check my thing. It wasn't the. Oh, it was a silver dagger. I got the silver dagger as well, and I got some garlic. 
Ah, uh, yes. My, my working theory was that the warlock was also a vampire. Ah, that's true. Um, but we did run into it. I was wrong, but we did run into a vampire. Did, yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, that's like a callback to the first one, because the, the, there was a vampire in both of them. So it's... Mm. So it's it's good to know. It was good to see some some old classics appear from the first one, oh, yes. which was great. Yes. So, um, yeah. So I can't. I don't think. I don't think I managed to come across the vampire, but uh, I do know it's there. So and by it's, it uh, might be, oh, so by that? so by that point, you're ready to uh, to trek into the um, into the into the mountain itself. And um, how was your stamina holding up at that point? It was, it was actually, it was okay, because on my second attempt, I had a skill of 12. So it was okay, because actually, apart from the doppelganger, if you do it right, there aren't that many difficult opponents yet. Mm. There'll be plenty more coming on. But um, yes, it was, it was doing okay. How was yours doing? Uh, I was on seven. I was basically on death's door. Oh no! And that's, <laughs> and in this book, you don't get provisions. No, nothing. You just have to you just have to take what you can get. Yes, it's um, yeah. This is this, that. This is another reason why it's tricky. No you potions just, either. You're just like I. I'm ready to take on the warlock. I've got everything I need. Let me just limp slowly, crawl my way towards the mountain. Can I at least rest up first? No. Yastromo yes, must think the Warlock's not as dangerous as Razak, because Razak... Yastromo yes, gave you a healing potion with Razak. Yeah, at this yeah. at this point in the franchise, Yastromo's yes, just, like, given himself over to uh, to just having as much fun with you as possible. He's, he's just literally trolling you at this point. All of the wizards do this in the fighting fantasy books. Exactly. He's, he's a master troll. Actually, actually, this would be a good time to point out... Um, that in the novelization, the Trolltooth Wars, that's it. It, mm. it features both uh, Zagor and Yastromo. And I remember being feeling a bit indignant because when uh, Chadder Darkmane and his friend and uh, the Cherva go to visit Yastromo and say, we need to stop war breaking out. These two wizards are going to start a war and then turn on Salomonis when one of them wins. Yastromo gives them a dagger, a magical dagger, and charges them 40 gold pieces for it. <laughs> but then... <laughs> But, you know, they've just told him they need to save the world and he's charging them money. But Zagor, when they, after a little misunderstanding, he sort of gives Chadder Darkmane a big box of fire powder and transports him to the to where he needs to go for free. So, there we go. I mean, who's the real bad guy in that situation? I mean, yeah, do, do you think that there's, uh, that there's a slight uh, balance issue with, uh, with this then? Um... With the Astromo, or um, with with the uh, with the so-called good or or, or evil wizards, because I have my doubts. Well, yes, exactly. I mean, you know, it's it's all good and well setting up a, a nice lair and surrounding yourself with orcs, but then, I mean, it might. But then, yeah, it, it's just it's a bit it's a bit like you're being a jerk if you say if someone comes to you and says we need to save the world and you charge them for it. That's a mm. bit sort of odd, isn't it? Definitely, hundred percent. So yeah, I mean, so I mean, Zagor might be an evil wizard, but if he thinks 
if he if he if he sees a friend in need, he doesn't charge them for it. So. Right. So we eventually get to Firetop Mountain, and it is a, it is a trek, and we um, we do finally get there. And here is one of the things I really like. You get into Firetop Mountain, and you are given the first choice from the very first fighting fantasy adventure. Do you turn left or right? And yes. as I worked my way through that, I realized that the layout starts off quite similar. It does, exactly, yeah. So um, so in the original, turning right led you to a door with a pit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I turn right, um, and they... Um, yeah, you, well, you, you come to like a dead end, which is what would happen in the first one. And yeah. in, instead of a dead end, well, you get the dead end, but you also get a bottle, which I broke open, yeah. and yeah. Uh, got a brass egg, which was, oh, yeah, that was it, a brass egg, yes, which may or may not come in handy. Now, how did they fit the egg? Be, being a brass egg, how did they fit that into a bottle? That is a good question. I've not, I've not thought about that, unless... They couldn't have blown the bottle around the egg because then it would have been liquid at the time. Mm. Yes. Maybe maybe some magic. Maybe they shrunk the egg or maybe the egg actually has a brass animal in it and it was very small when it popped into the bottle. It's uh, That is a mystery that you don't really think about in the book. You just smash the bottle and get the egg. Well, so I don't know. I, I, spent, I, I spent a good 20 minutes puzzling. That's good. That's true. I never thought about that. What? <laughs> yeah. How did the brass... This is this is a, like a like a little insight into into my mind. I I paused at this point and just kind of spent about twenty minutes puzzling how you could fit a brass egg into a bottle. Now I came up with a few ideas for how to fit a normal egg into a bottle. Well, yes, that's actually a science experiment um, mm. where you yeah you can sort of cool it down and then the air shrinks and sucks the egg through, but that wouldn't work. Maybe, maybe there were some tiny pixies, and they got into the bottle and then built the egg in the bottle and then got out. Uh, actually, so. actually, before we go too far down, um, I am getting a few messages in the comments telling us to get on with it. Okay. Yes. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we we are sorry, but this is this is what uh, what you what you uncover um, in the in the fighting fantasy series. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so um, before too long, you, you work your way through the original layout of, uh, of Firetop Mountain, and then things start to change. Yes, that's true. Um, there, there isn't a maze of Zagor in this one, which is which is good news. Um, yes, thing, but things do start to change. Um, things things are a bit more grotty for a start, yep. um, and. Um, well, this is oh, this is where I died the second time because I, I did rummage around in the dirt and, and pull on a chain on one place and found some random items, but then I got killed by some flying weapons, which was uh, which was real pain. But yes, um, is it? You sound like you got further than I did. Well, I uh, I did eventually find a chain on one of the walls, um, so. Um... I was hoping it wouldn't be an alarm, so I decided to just give it a quick, uh, quick target and opened a secret chamber. Um, I, I went on inside and managed to find uh, a gold dragon's tooth, um, just kind of 
hidden away, immersed in a in a little uh, container in, in like a like a bag, um, inside a in, immersed in, in enough acidic goo that it definitely would have would have ruined my nice leather gloves. Um, but we, uh, I got one of the gold dragon's teeth. Excellent. Yes, yes. So did I. That was that was good. Um, was it the same I, tooth? Yes, it had a fire. It had a flame on it. Yes, and actually, I was looking. I was looking through the forums about this before, and apparently, there was supposed to be a number on that tooth. Oh. Um, and it wasn't. But in the reprints, it was. There was a number on the tooth. Right. Yes, I was. I was confused about that because um, I think in the book, Yostromo tells you that they have numbers printed in them. Yes. So I. Yes. Uh, I just kind of thought maybe you would later on in the book find uh, like some kind of code as to like a, like a key to decipher the numbers um, the symbols um, but I didn't quite get that far um, and to be honest it had been a long time since I played the book before so um, yeah I wasn't too sure um, it was, oh, yeah. Yeah, well, the, the the miniature book tells you what numbers they are as well so you you don't need to know the number on the tooth um, it will the miniature book tells you which um, elemental has which number well, I suppose you do need the number on the tooth because then you won't know which numbers you've got mm. um, but that was supposed to be the fire tooth because of the flame uh, yes makes sense so you got that one as well so um, what uh, what happened to yourself after, after that well the next room um, the next room had a load of weapons in and when I went in the room they floated up in the air and tried to kill me and I tried to fight them and died mm. So that was that was another another death, but then I did a reset and sort of got back to that bit. I didn't think we were um, meant to do uh, more than more than one reset. Oh, I well, I, I did three go. I always do three tries oh, and then see. Oh. But don't worry, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I died on the third one as well, so it's okay. Um, well, I uh, I managed to uh, to work uh, work my way a little bit further along uh, found uh, found a few uh, goblins uh, made short work of those um, and yeah yeah uh, it was not uh, too long before I uh, before I died as well um, but uh, tell me uh, tell me how you um, what what your last fate was well, my my last fate was um, well after getting cursed by a curse that only is cured by orcs fleas I came into a room with a wooden chair and I remembered from the first book that there was a wooden chair that uh, gave you a two stamina and one skill points if you sat on it so I thought oh maybe this is the chair mm. except it wasn't it was a chair that shrunk me down to the size of a, a very small wooden figurine ah makes sense makes sense yes I got uh, my 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 adventure ended as I uh, as I stepped into a room full of statues. Oh! Each of the statues uh, looked significantly like a like a warrior, like a like a formerly brave and noble warrior, with the small exception that their their faces were etched with expressions of horror. Oh crap! I said, I'm in a room with a Medusa, aren't I? Because I know what these kind of room uh, rooms are like. Um, sure enough, a Medusa comes out and says hello. I have three options. I can use garlic, a mirror, or a tin whistle. The book gives me those three specific objects. 
I look through what objects I have in my inventory. I wish I had a mirror. Oh no, you have the garlic because you bought it, and then... I the have the garlic. <laughs> I throw the garlic at the Medusa. She looks at it as it falls onto the ground and is unimpressed with me. Oh dear. And then does she look at you? Yes. It did oh, not end yeah. well. No. no, it didn't end well. Um, no, there's lot. There's lots of incidents here. With, mm. So we, yes. So we both got one dragon egg and then, and then died. Yes. Um, but yes, there was, was it was a pain because there's loads of other things um, that was, that that go on in this book. Like, um, oh, um, oh, yes, there are there are so many extra little things and uh, and encounters um, and and situations that you can that you can kind of uncover as well they're not all signposted like you go into a room like you will be able to find secret hidden ones as well which are just so much fun I enjoy yes, that. Exa yes exactly yeah there's so many things going on um i didn't oh that i remember now i didn't go there but there were there was did you find the room with the five skeletons arguing no which, no i didn't um, find that do tell do tell Oh well, that's reminiscent of the five. There, there were five orcs in a room in the original Firetop Mountain. Mm. So, it seems like they got resurrected as skeletons and uh, and continue arguing. So, yeah, there were lots of Easter eggs, brass Easter eggs, I suppose. Yeah. Um, with the, oh, with the old baby. Um, but yes, yeah, there's lots of hidden rooms like. Um, I, I had to chase a goblin who was trying to who tried to throw a net on me and accidentally mm. came across a, a sword from a chaos warrior, which mm. I remember is comes in handy when you uh, give it to a chaos beast and the chaos beast sort of likes it because it's a chaos warrior sword. Do um, the uh, do the later editions, the later reprints, still call it a chaos warrior? I don't. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I mean, they they, they could do. Um, because Ian Livingstone owns it, but I do know... Oh, that's right. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Because yeah. I know in the new version of Hero Quest, um, which I did back um, when they did the Indiegogo, and I do have my copy of it now, um, they do have to rename the uh, the Chaos Warriors uh, for intellectual intellectual property reasons. So I'm, so I'm curious um, as to how that, how that works with a fighting fantasy um, franchise. It's true. I, su I suppose it's okay because in in Livingstone was part of Warhammer as well, so mm -hmm. I, I guess he could get away with it. I, I I don't know. I haven't seen. Well, I haven't I haven't looked at the later editions. Um, so well, let's if anyone... yeah, let's throw this to the uh, to the to the comment section. Um, if you, our listeners, happen to know if the later editions of Return to Firetop Mountain also include the dread chaos warriors do leave us a comment and let us know in the comment sections of the podcast yes definitely and yes be sure to like comment and subscribe and all that jazz exactly um yes so um yeah i've not thought about that but yeah there is a, there is a chaos warrior very uh, great great picture of the chaos warrior with a massive sword and massive horned helmet 
Chaos um, Warrior says to like, comment, and subscribe, and and ring the bell, and and put put it put put us on your list, and and do all the other things that you have to do on social media these days. Yes, exactly. Yeah, follow us on Instagram or or whatever. Do we have, um, do we have an Instagram? Uh, possibly by the time this comes out, maybe I, I don't know. Make a note. Um, make an Instagram account. We can do that. <laughs> follow us on Instagram if we have an Instagram account. Check on Instagram to find out if we ever got around to making one. Yeah, that's that's the sequel hook. <laughs> yes. um, oh, so uh, so yes. In in summary, in summary, how did you enjoy your return to Firetop Mountain? I did enjoy. It, it was like a, it was a nice nostalgia uh, trip. Um, it, it, I liked I liked the pre-journey uh, just because it's like the bit where you gather all the stuff to use. I like I like I like how. Um, the, the Firetop Mountain bits of it are like the original, yes. and yeah. it's it's kind of what it would be like if it was fallen into disuse over ten years, which is dirty and grotty and um, and not full of treasure like the original. I did um, love that. I really loved that. Yeah, yeah, it, it was very good. It was um, yeah, because in the original it's like oh you get twenty gold pieces here and fifty gold pieces there with a big gem. But here it's like no, you scrabble around in the dirt and find a gold piece and an onyx egg, or there's um, there were lots of eggs, and uh, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, no, I did, I, I loved it. Um, I wish I got further. I look, I looked through, uh, I looked through a bit more. There was, I found some other Easter eggs. There's the, there's the Werewolf Boatman. He mm -hmm. makes an appearance. Yeah. Um, another vampire, or maybe the same vampire, because they sort of regenerate, and. Um, and then, oh, the um, one of your companions, Zoot Zimmer, he gets captured and then um, helps you in Firetop Mountain and then dies about two sections later. So another classic Ian Livingstone companion dies. Oh, so, what, a, what a terrible, terrible fate. We're always killing our companions. We we are, yes. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, uh, it is the uh, the cruel fate of um, of any who uh, who befriend the hero of uh, of of Firetop Mountain. Uh, can we call ourselves the hero of Firetop Mountain? I think we can in this one, because you are actually trying to be heroic. Mm. But maybe maybe not the first one. No, we, um, we were just like breaking in and stealing his stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, let's give this one a rating, shall we? What would you like yes. to give it? Ooh, I might. Oh, what? What? Uh, I might give it four. What are we giving it? Four golden dragon's teeth. Oh, I'm gonna go four point five. Oh, four point. Oh, wow. Okay. Gotta go four point five. We can. We can do point fives, can't we? Yes. yes yeah, we, we did. Can. We did point fives last week, I think. We did. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Four and four point five. That is eight point five, isn't it? Yeah. That's 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 good. That is very good. I like that. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I, I would genuinely consider this one a bit of an underrated gem. Um, it feels like a lovely celebration of the uh, of the series. Um, so if you get the uh, if our, if our listeners, you yourself, you no 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 you 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 yes you sitting there listening to this, if you have not played this, uh, go and do it right now. Literally right now, just just pause the uh, pause the podcast, um, and and go out and get a copy of it, and and then actually no, and come come right back and and listen to the rest of it, listen to the whole thing, because um, that way we we maximise our our profits on this. 
So, so, but but do definitely. In fact, after you've listened to this, go out and get a copy of it. And yes, there we go. That that is the return of Firetop Mountain. Lovely. What do we have next week? Oh, next week is Siege of Sardath, the Ooh. one before Firetop, Return to Firetop Mountain. We are we are moving back in time. Well, we're not really moving back in time. We're moving one book earlier in the series. Yes. And I yeah. I, I like Siege of Sardath. That is uh, that is a lovely one. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's brilliant. It's uh, it's very it's very different to Return to Firetop Mountain, but uh, it's got it's got lots of lots of brilliant bits. Lots of it's it's like a it's a very tricky book to get your teeth into for different reasons, mm. full of puzzles and 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 schemes and and things going on. And yes. So you've got that to look forward to in a week's time on the podcast from Firetop Mountain. I am Alison Saib. I am a freelance uh, writer in the uh, tabletop roleplay game industry. Uh, check out my work in the uh, in the roleplay game Shield Maidens. And I have been joined by Stuart Lloyd. Hello, yes, I'm Stuart Lloyd. I write a blog called Lloyd of Gamebooks about gamebooks. You do more than that as well. Plug one okay, of your yes. recent things. My recent thing. My most recent thing is a, a dystopian near future cli-fi black comedy game book called Rulers of the Now, where um, you start as a lowly insurance uh, worker and then get declared a terrorist, which is, in most people's eyes, a bad thing. In most people's eyes, quite a bad thing. But uh, yes. can it can it work out well for them in the end if you play the game? It, it, it can, yes, yes. If you make the right choices, you can end up um, surviving in this world, the crazy world of 2041. Ooh, 2041, the not-too-distant future. Exactly. We yes. might even live to see it if the sun doesn't explode. Exactly. Well, that's not happened for five billion years, but uh, well, hopefully... We never know what tomorrow might bring. Well, exactly. And with, um, with that... <laughs> I will not end the podcast on what happens if the sun blows up tomorrow. Uh, give us a better ending, please. Um, this has been the podcast of Fartup Mountain, and thank you for listening. You've been awesome. Lovely. We will see you all next week. Thank you for joining us. podcast from Firetop Mountain is brought to you by our Patreon supporters. Malachite Idol, Zach Rules, Billy Holder, Spike Murphy, Dawn Upson, Alexandru Bugatti, Snyder's Return. Support us on our Patreon and may your stamina never fail.